0: Hi, and welcome to Beyond Breakthroughs, where we discuss everything related to business growth, spirituality, manifestation, and all things universal laws. I'm your host, Adele Tevlin, founder and creator of the CEO Blueprint, helping women create massive abundance in their life and business on their terms, free from burnout with absolutely no grinding over here. Let's get into today's episode. Good morning, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. This has been a week, it has been an abundant week, it has been a full week. We just started our um, masterclass series, the CEO Blueprint. It's been incredible. Ah, our morning conversations and morning mindset have been so powerful and potent. The energy I have here in Florida has felt kind of exponentially like a quantum leap, and um. And so I decided to bring you this podcast episode because it was some of the things I've been talking about in Morning Mindset, some of the things I talked about in my free masterclass, and it's all around this idea of making decisions from inspiration rather than negative motivation. Making decisions from inspiration rather than negative motivation, that's the title of this podcast. So... Why am I talking about this today? So, I mean, I have so much to say on this topic that I'll probably be creating a course on it, to be honest, coming soon. So stay tuned for that. But one of the th- things I am crystal clear on is that over the last three years of the pandemic, two years, three years, whatever, however you want to kind of count it, we have been as a society in very much a tr- what we call in psychology a trauma response. And a trauma response is when The amygdala, the part of our brain that keeps us safe and alive, the part of our brain that is the most ancient part of the brain, it's the one that does the fight, flight, freeze, or fawn, the part of the brain that keeps us alive and is constantly scanning for danger is on hyper alert right now. And I won't go into like all the reasons why, but just know for certain that after two or three years of a crisis, a pandemic, and now we've got the war going on between Russia and the Ukraine, and then you've got this and you've got that, and there are so many things that your subconscious mind is scanning and picking up on, and the subconscious mind is so, so susceptible to suggestion, I mean, the suggestion for danger and the suggestion for death and the suggestion for failure is around us at all times right now. And if we are not priming our, our mind to think in another direction, the direction of truth, the direction of desire, the direction of your why, the direction of your purpose, the direction of where are you going. If we're not priming our mind and training our mind to think in the direction we want, we are going in the opposite direction because what we don't consciously reject, we subconsciously accept. You've heard me say that before, but I'll say it again. What we don't consciously reject, we subconsciously accept. And the truth is, 99.9% 99.9% of the people who haven't trained their minds as the instrument that they really, the mind really is are subconsciously accepting a lot of things they don't even realize, which is leading to poor affect, like emotional dysregulation, sadness, overwhelm, mood disorder, way more mental health issues than ever over the last two, three years of the pandemic. And it's because our amygdala, our hippocampus, our hypothalamus, they're on such hyper alert they're like so on overdrive, the chemicals in the body. So so basically the amygdala is the part of the brain that scans for danger and associated with the amygdala is the hypothalamus. And the hypothalamus is the structure that, cre- that generates the hormones, the cortisol, the uh, epinephrine, the norepinephrine, the adrenaline. So basically people right now are on like pumping out massive amounts of these fight or flight hormones. And look, those are really healthy if we're like, running from a tiger, a bear, or like really running for our lives, but they are completely detrimental at the rate and speed and the amount that they're getting pumped into our nervous systems and our bodies right now because we're watching the news or we're hearing about the news or we're talking about this or someone is saying this or you hear a conversation on at Starbucks or then your aunt Sue said this and then you're this and then this it's like hyper speed. And then on top of that, you've got the hippocampus and the structure of the hippocampus is the hippocampus is the memory center and so when we're dealing with a trauma response, the hippocampus has what we call, can have spotty memory, hypervigilance, not remembering and recalling things accurately. The structures of the brain actually change, like you can do neuroimaging to see this. Now, this is also related to the fact that if you have unprocessed childhood trauma, which we talked about a lot in the free masterclass, and this is the whole body of work that I teach in the the masterclass series, and I'll be doing a little bit more probably in a a future course around um, the trauma response that we have, unprocessed trauma that we have from childhood. If you're someone that has unprocessed trauma, and again, trauma doesn't just mean violence or physical assault. Trauma can mean abandonment, neglect, a lack of attention, affection, affirmation, and and, um, attention, affection, affirmation, and acknowledgement, the four A's. To a child who's five or six, a lack of attention or neglect is just as detrimental as physical violence. And I know that might be hard for some people to hear, but from a neuroscientific perspective, from the way that the brain changes itself and from the subconscious mind and how it stores information, neglect is a form of abuse. Abandonment is a form of abuse. And so a lot of people... I have found as a therapist and I found as someone who's been leading this body of work for honestly, we're going on 20 years now. I see that people have so much unprocessed trauma that they don't even know about because they don't even really understand the definition of trauma and they reject the word trauma. So that it's like a way to stay safe from even having to deal with the fact that maybe you do have unprocessed trauma. And I just want you to know that on some level most human beings do. And there's nothing wrong with you. And there's nothing wrong with any of it. It's just that if you don't even know what you're looking for or looking at, it becomes a blind a psychological blind spot. So what I've found with people who I've worked with over so long is that if they have had more subtle forms of unprocessed trauma, like you know, neglect as a child or abandonment. Feelings of being unloved, or a lack of attention or affection from parents who were really busy working, didn't have the resources. They were doing the best they could with what they had. There are signs that people have unpressed trauma. Unprocessed trauma. We'll talk about that in this episode as well. But I want to go back to this idea of making decisions from inspiration rather than negative motivation. So, what happens if you ever live, if you're living in a situation now, especially over the pandemic? We've got two, three years of like massive trauma response, like lots of fear being propagated. The subconscious mind is in hyper alert, hyper speed. The amygdala is like, is almost like went all the time. Our natural inclination is to want to make decisions that move us away from pain and move us away from fear because that's the way the mind keeps us safe. But the truth is, is that every decision we make moving away from pain and away from fear, we're also moving away from our desire. We're also moving away from our purpose. We're also moving away from what we truly want. Because the other part of the brain called the neocortex, which is the newest part of the brain, the neocortex is what we call like in neuroscience, it's where they say like where God resides within you, your higher self, your intuition, like the faith, the hope, all of those aspects, courage, they live in the neocortex. And next to the neocortex we have your prefrontal cortex and your prefrontal cortex is where we make decisions from planning decision making so th- those two areas work together decision making planning neocortex and the prefrontal cortex they like to work together now this is important when the amygdala is on hyperspeed map 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 danger 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 the neocortex and prefrontal cortex are completely shut down Those two areas of the brain do not work at the same time. And conversely, when the neocortex is operating and the prefrontal cortex is operating and we're coming from higher self and we're coming from intuition and we're coming from where we want to go and we're coming from desire and we're coming from purpose, the amygdala is not, it's shut down. So when I say making decisions from positive motivation or inspiration, it means we're making decisions from our neocortex and our prefrontal cortex where the higher self resides as opposed to the part of our brain that's only ever been designed to keep us safe and alive. You might wanna really listen to this episode a couple times. So what does this really look like? And I'm gonna be so brutally honest because I truly believe that this um, this concept here, which has become like a philosophy that I live by, which is making decisions from inspiration rather than negative motivation, so moving towards desire rather than away from fear, pain is because this is something I learned from, from my mentors and, and it really has catapulted my life where I'm living a life by design and I'm living a life that I truly love that I've created because rather than making decisions from what I don't want, I only make decisions from what I desire rather than making decisions from what I don't think I have money, time, yada, 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 which is all an excuse anyway. I make decisions from desire. So when people say I can't afford something, what they're actually saying is they're, they're afraid. When people say I don't have time, what they're actually saying is I'm avoiding some kind of pain. Time and money are just constructs of, basically using those as reasons why we don't creates the illusion that we have no power. But the truth is, like I've said many times, when you make a decision based on positive inspiration in from the neocortex and the prefrontal cortex, you can't make the wrong decision. Th- those are guiding you. That's like how spirit communicates with you, guiding you in the right direction. But we're not taught to make decisions like this as children. We're taught to make decisions evaluating all the consequences as opposed to evaluating all the things that could go right. We think about everything that could go wrong as opposed to things that could go right. This is a sign of unprocessed trauma because the amygdala is on hyperspeed. So if you even just took this credo, this philosophy of like, I'm going to make decisions from inspiration rather than what I don't think I have. Because if you make decisions from what you don't think you have, you'll never move and have more beyond the place that you don't think you have. This is kind of the paradox of life. So decisions to do a program, a course, work with a mentor, travel to a country, start a new career, like those are decisions if they're guiding you from a place of neocortex, if they're guiding you from inspiration, if everything in your body lights up when you think about doing these things, you must do them. The money and time show up when you make a decision. It's never about the money and time because we always have money for what we value. And we always have time for what we value. So it's really a matter of priority. It's a matter of understanding that the mind is nudging you always. The the, the neocortex and the prefrontal cortex are always nudging you in the direction that is your compass, like your north star. But fear cripples us. Moving away from pain keeps us stuck in the pain. And that is ultimately the paradox of life. So these are all the kinds of things that I train people to be able to make better decisions from a place of inspiration. I mean, if I would have made if I was still making decisions the way I was making them 5 years ago, guys, I would still be exactly where I was. Miserable, constantly worried about money, living paycheck to paycheck, in relationships that didn't work, like mean like just all of it. All of it. And you have the power to change that. So where are you making decisions in your life from negative motivation rather than inspiration? Meaning like, where am I not doing something in my life because I think I don't have time, money, or some resource? That's the first place to look. And then ask yourself, if I did have time, money, and all the resources, what would I do then? Well, I would clearly, if it felt aligned, and if I felt excited, and if it inspired me, I would go do the thing. Great, then go do the thing and the money, the resources, and the time will come. See, we're learned, have, do, be versus be, do, have. Be the kind of person you want to become and you'll have all the things you want. Not once I have them, I'll become them. This is the wrong use of the law of cause and effect. This episode is so important because the decision-making process that people I see have is so backwards and it's no judgment because I made literally Five, six years ago, I made the decisions the exact same way. I was the queen of, let me go think, let me meditate, let me rub sticks together, let me put stones in my bra, let me focus group, let me overthink it, and then let me make no decision at all, stay exactly where I am. Now it's like, is this thing moving me in alignment with where I'm going? (laughs) Does it feel good and aligned in my body? Do I feel inspired just thinking about this thing? Then it's like a fuck yes. I don't worry about the time. I don't worry about the money. I don't worry about this. I don't deliberate for 14 days. It's literally, honestly, sometimes a 25 second decision because here's the thing I know. Even if it's the quote unquote wrong decision, which it never is because it's still a part of the path and journey that you need to pick pick up the next piece. And if I made, let's say I made an error, so what? I pivot and I learn from it and I grow, Indecision is our greatest source of suffering. Indecision is our greatest source of staying stuck. Doing nothing is worse than doing the wrong thing. And that's actually a universal truth when it comes to the law of growth. Doing nothing is worse than seemingly making a mistake. So I really want this all to land for you because if you could just take on Look, and I'm going to go into the next episode in the next podcast, I'll talk about the four signs of unprocessed trauma, but I want to leave today with this idea that we have been collectively in a trauma response. We, it's undeniable at this point. And so our decision-making as humanity is fairly fraught and we're on hyper alert and constantly scanning for danger in a way that I don't think in my, gener- in my lifetime we've ever experienced yet. So we, are, we need to rewire the brain to start to feed the neocortex and the prefrontal cortex. We need to learn to think. We need to learn to dream. We need to learn to imagine again. We need to focus on our why and our purpose. And I'm going to be creating a course coming, coming up on that soon, finding our purpose and you know dialing into desire. Because if you're not dialing into desire, you're dialing into fear. The mind has two speeds. I know you want to believe that there's all these other shades of gray, but there really aren't. And I'm my God-given purpose on this planet is to help people find their purpose, to help people find their desire, to help them dial into who they really are. I am. That's what I'm a genius at, to pull that out of you. It's already there and I can see it and I just help you see it. That's all I'm ever doing. So if you're feeling stuck and you're feeling flat and you're feeling overwhelmed and, and all the things like reach out to us, reach out, send me a DM, me or my team will connect with you, we'll find a place for you, we'll find something for you that can help you, we'll, we'll guide you, we'll, you know, I'm offering so many things this year, there's no reason why you should stay stuck. That's a choice at this point. It is an absolute choice. But you have to walk through the door. The door's open, you have to walk through. So re-listen to this a few times. There's so much juice in this. There's so much goodness in this. Your whole life can change if you really take this message on. Stop making decisions from a place of fear. All you're doing is calibrating to more fear. Start making decisions from desire. What inspires you? What moves you? What makes you want to go? What, what's your purpose? What's your why? Why are you here? Where are you going? Follow that direction. In, in Latin, we call it the fon senrigo, the beginning and the end of who you are. As long as you follow desire, you will be led to your true north star and you will be led to your purpose. But as long as you follow fear, you'll be led to more fear. And that is the polarity of how the mind and the universe work. Okay. I love you guys. Have a beautiful day. I will see you all in the next episode. So listen, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. And more than anything, what I really want you to know is that you can have whatever your heart desires simply because you exist. You're worthy of having it all. If you thought that today's episode was amazing, I would love for you to share and spread the love by tagging me on Instagram, sharing this episode, and making sure that you leave a five-star review. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss any episodes going forward. Have an amazing day.